All right. Well, you got me this morning. If you don't know, I am Tim Ports. I'm the worship arts pastor here at Grace. I've been here for about six months now. Uh, it's been great. I'm from Lee University in Cleveland, Tennessee. It's a really great music school, university Christian school, and tell you a little about a bit about going there. I come from a pastor's family and I grew up leading worship and singing with my family and um, I go to Lee University thinking I'm going to be the best, coolest, you know, worship leader and I'm going to go to this school and I'm going to lead worship for this university and, you know, super prideful, just like, and that's not the right heart, obviously. So I go there and literally everyone is from a church where their dad is a pastor. Every single person, like, dude, what, what guitar do you have? Like, you got to tell, you want to have a tell you're not cool, man. Like, everybody is from the same place, so... I tried out for the chapel band. Uh, chapel is, we meet three times a week and lead worship for the, the campus. It's about 6,000, you know, students. So it's pretty big. Like, you, if you're on stage and out there, you, it's a pretty big deal. And it's like everybody wants to be in the limelight. Everybody wants to be out in front. Everyone wants to have the tension of people. But that's not worship. And um, that's something that God taught me. And God spoke to me. He said, I'm not going to put you out in front of people here. I'm going to have you serve. I want you to go serve on the sound team. I want you to be behind the scenes. And I want you to watch and stay humble before me. And, you know, um, that, that was a, a challenge because I felt like I can play all these instruments. I can sing. And uh, God wanted to do a different thing in me. So it was a real training ground, and I'm thankful for it now. I'm able to do this here, and I'm still trying to um, get better as we all get better. But God has you in a certain place in life, in a certain season. And sometimes you have to just trust that where he has you is where he wants you to grow. And so many, so many times we're striving so hard, Lord, how can I get to that next place? How... How can I go higher and farther? God wants us to just stay humble before him and, and embrace the day, embrace what we have before us, and just live in today and, and don't miss today, right? So I just wanted to say that a little bit. Um, tomorrow, this morning we're going to talk about worship. Uh, every Sunday we come in here and we sing songs together. And we spend a lot of time trying to practice trying to get these harmony parts down, trying to get these band, you know, the band to play the right parts, and we do the best to set up the stage so we can come and present this before you. Um, I have here today some of the people on the worship team, and uh, I'm just going to introduce them before you, or you can tell us who you are and how you came to Grace. Awesome. Uh, well, I'm Jared, uh, Jared Harness. Uh, I came to Grace about 10 years ago. Um, I'm 33 years old, and I started being on a worship band. I started playing bass guitar uh, when I was 13 on my dad's worship band, so I've been leading worship for 20 years. Um, I started coming to Grace about 10 years ago, and I was going to the satellite ministry, 
because uh, due to my job, I couldn't have Sundays off, and so I could get Thursday nights off so I could come every Thursday. And so it started, you know, occasionally, and then I would maybe do worship once a month, and then it started to be every week. And so, um, you know, God has really called me to worship and to be a worship leader, and so I just love doing it and serving God. My name is Tanya Jeffrey, and I'm not going to tell you how old I am. Um, we came here, my husband and I came to Grace in 1999 with our kids. Our daughter, kids were in high school. And um, we did, I didn't start music ministry right away. We worked in the high school ministries. And the way I got into the praise team was I was um, singing karaoke with the high schoolers, and Brian happened to walk in and caught me. So... So I joined the choir and joined the praise team, and it's been a joy to do it. Hi there. My name is Dusty Ward. <laughs> I got the wobbly one this time. Uh, how'd that happen? Um, for the past 25 years, I've been taking care of my uh, sweet family, my four daughters, and you've probably seen them if you've been here for a while, and choir and some praise team now under Tim. and. Um, what a blessing it's been to us. And um, I, I don't know if we would have so busy with the program of four girls that it was really difficult beyond their needs to get plugged into worship arts. Although when I was a little girl, I was always in worship arts and loved to do the singing and all of that. And those songs are still in my heart today. Um, but uh, with the girls, we were always so busy. And um, Brian Johnson, when he was here, really cultivated us and he was like well if that if you can't get involved well, let's just get all the girls involved so that's kind of how that happened and I know they were like the junior set in the the choir but um it was such a blessing to me and he ministered to me through those years of letting the girls come in there with me and I don't know that we would have been able to do it otherwise and so that's where I sit now today and and under in worship team and and in music ministry here so that's pretty awesome I never heard that before uh, my name is Paul Garcia. I've been here since 1996. I followed my buddy, uh, Mike Laura, here when he was on staff doing junior high, I think it was. And he left to go do ministry somewhere else. I stayed. Um, me and Amy, my wife, Amy Garcia, got married in 1998. We've been here ever since. We have three kids, Noel, Natalie, and Tobias. Uh, you'll see them running around. Probably Tobias yelling in your face about something. Um, I got involved in... Uh, worship arts here uh, through um, kind of a strange story. I, I had met a, a couple who were um, master levels um, vocalists at USC, and they were singing at a big Christian church down in Los Angeles, and uh, they weren't believers. Uh, far from it, um, just worldly, unsaved people. Um, and that incensed me, because they were up there singing praise, and it's not like someone was ministering to them. They were just there for and um, it incensed me. It incensed me to get involved in ministry. And uh, what I got involved in was the high school ministry where I lead worship and hopefully train up leaders and help them move along and get them going on to other ministries here or somewhere else. Awesome. Well, this is a Celebration Sunday, a special service we have about three times a year. And um, we're not trying to put on a commercial here before you, but... If you're out there and you're a musician or you're a singer and you've just been kind of shy and no one knows, you know, feel free to, to come up and talk to us here. We're always trying to grow and, and get more people. Um, 
It's one thing just to come to church on Sunday morning and receive and be blessed, but it's a whole nother level when you get involved and you become a part of a certain ministry. It doesn't have to be music. It could be anything in the church. There's a lot of relationships that you build and friendships that you make, and it just really can enhance your Christian walk. So some of you already tapped into some of that, but is there anything else you'd like to share about what it's like to be on the worship team to serve weekly or biweekly, however you do it, and, you know, what that's done for you? I'm holding the mic, huh? Uh, <laughs> well, I didn't share this of the last one, but um, of the last service. Uh, just having just having the worship set and just lovely people to um, come and practice with. And honestly, it, I, I'm not, it's going to be bad, but I'm not in an R group, I admit it. Um, I, I feel bad. Uh, these people have just been so loving over all of these years. Uh, we pray together and we laugh together, um, enjoy our practice time. We help each other because a lot of times it's kind of, there's so many things going on. Not everything can be addressed. So we kind of help each other out in that uh, for, and that's like a weekly thing. And, and just the words to go over and the lyrics to go over ends up truly being my, my focus along with John's messages. Um, to just kind of reflect on and draw from all week long, and I make them my prayers. I and uh, I just see God's truth in those all the time, and so it helps me that way. And it's been such a blessing to be a part of that ministry that way and serve that way. So. Crushing self doubt—that's what it's like being on these teams at times. Uh, just preparing for Sunday night. You know, I don't do this full time, so there's work, kids, whatever else. Uh, sometimes you don't get enough time to rehearse as you'd like. And then you get on that Sunday night or Saturday night, and you're like, oh, my gosh, I have to learn this part. I have to memorize this. Um, uh, so I wish I had a much more positive experience. <laughs> but, uh, but the people we work with are um, a lot of fun, a lot of laughter, a lot of closeness. Um, and I really enjoy that aspect of it. I, I love watching um, the congregation, you guys, worship. Um, that's the, the biggest blessing. That's really what, what pushes me and gets me up here more and more. I was kind of going to go where Paul just went. Just be, I wish you could see what we see up here because when worship is so sweet, when you see all these arms, hands up, and that you hear all the voices, it just blesses me so much. So I get just as much out of it as I hope you do too. And one of the things is there's a lot of time and effort that goes into it. Um, you know, we, as vocalists, we come and we have a separate practice, and then we practice with the whole worship team. And then we come in on early on Sunday morning and we practice. And it takes a lot of time. And it's essential because it gets us to know the music, so that way when we're up here we can worship because it's more than the music. It's more than just singing or playing guitar. Or it, It's about, you know, being able to, to pour our hearts out to God and tell him how great he is and how much he means to us. Yeah, so, I mean, we we spend a lot of time, like, I'm not going to lie, it's hard, it's work. We we get these vocal parts down, and um, it's not easy. We band practices, and week after week, it's like Sunday comes, and we do two services, and then all of a sudden it's Monday again, and next Sunday's coming again. we got to do it again. we got to do it again. 
you know, and, and having the people that are willing to give of their time and, and serve the church, you know, all these people aren't paid or anything. I mean, it's, it's a lot. So that being said, we do all this practice and try to get it to sound good so your ears can be pleased or whatever, but it's, it's not about the music. That's what's funny is because God or this, the Holy Spirit uses music as an avenue to worship the Lord, to get to know him, to spend time with him, to commune with him, to let him speak to you and to, to you to speak to the Lord. Um, music is one of the ways you can worship also with tithes and offerings or um, giving your time or just spending time in prayer, you know, being with the Lord yourself. Um, we're very conscious of, and that's why I'm so glad we're doing this here today, because I feel like we really need to hear all this, that there's a certain purpose. Certain songs are what you call horizontal songs, where we're not directly singing straight to the Lord, but we're more like talking to each other, like, come, let us gather here today and worship the Lord um, like, oh, come to the altar. That song is more of like a, a ministry song. Like, are you hurting? Are you broken within? You know, come come to the table today. It's kind of more this way versus vertical songs are straight talking to God. Lord, you are holy. I worship you. And I'll give you my heart. It's, it's straight you to the Lord. And um, it's really important that when you come, I think of all you guys here as like the big choir singing with us. You come and you have something to bring, to contribute. Um, there's a difference between being a spectator and a participant. Um, I, I would so much rather you guys, you know, come here and walk out saying, I really met with the Lord today. God really spoke to me today and not, man, the drums were loud. I don't think I'm going to come back, you know. <laughs> And um, it's, it's hard, but you have your own relationship with the Lord. And worship is so beautiful because you can connect with the Lord anytime. You don't have to wait till Sunday morning to come in here. I don't know if you guys listen to worship music, but I really want to encourage you that your most intimate times in worship should be when you're alone, when no one is around you. When it's just you and God. God already knows everything that you're thinking. He knows everything that's going on in your life. And he just wants to spend time with you to get to know you and for you to get to know him. And um, if we all have our own relationship with God and we come here together on Sunday mornings expecting the Lord to move and, and you personally wanting to meet with him, and then individually we all do that, and then we all come together and we all do it together, as corporate worship, how powerful would that be? And, um, you know, because the Lord wants to do things. There's a spiritual world out there, and there, there is the enemy. The enemy wants to take you down. The enemy wants to discourage you. Some, some of you may be going through hard times, and nobody really knows what you're going through. You just kind of put a smile on and pretend like everything's okay. But God knows you. God knows what's going on. And I just want to encourage you, you know, Sometimes uh, country music is great, you know, hip-hop is great, but sometimes maybe God wants to spend time with you. You know, when you're in your car, just turn worship music on and, and give it all to him, whatever is going on. And, and it's, it, 
I'm just, I just want to encourage you that it's so much more than a show, what we're doing here on Sunday morning, right? And um, so do you guys have anything to add to that, the vertical versus horizontal worship? Or? I, I, there, I like the difference between the two, and uh, it's so great to use them in conjunction with each other because, you, you know, you, first you, you talk about how great God is with each other. We, you know, we all connect and sing about the, the greatness of God and his glory and you know, just talking about him, and then we can use that to direct our worship towards him and tell him how great he is. And so the the horizontal worship makes us think about God and his greatness, and then the vertical worship lets us express that to him. What Tim was saying about listening to worship music, I can't tell you how many times I've been in the car on the way to work, and a song comes on, and it's exactly what I needed to hear. Or, you know, I, the tears start coming, and people next to me are <laughs> kind of wondering what's going on, but God uses that music to, to teach us and to bring us closer to him. You guys know this song. I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice. You know that one? Yep. To worship you, oh, my soul, rejoice. I sang that all the time as a kid, and uh, that's that this one, and it's so powerful. Because it's not about us and what we need from him. We just, uh, it's just about how awesome he is. And that us being so little can give him something that might bless him. And that happens through worship and praise songs. And uh, the other ones are, but wow, the, the ones that are declaring his truth. And we're talking about him. We're encouraging one another. We're doing that here together in the body. So anyway, I just encourage you in that. Yeah, so um, there's, there's your individual worship where you have your own time with the Lord, but then there's corporate worship. Uh, it, it is important that we gather here together today, for instance, on Sunday, to do all this. And the Bible says, do not forsake gathering together. Right, Pastor? And uh, you guys have anything to say about why, why, why is it important for us to all sing and worship together? I think as a congregation, it's important because it directs us towards one, one, one direction. Um, I didn't want to say that. That's, that's, <laughs> um, but anyways, um, we go to sporting events. I, I huge Bulldog fan. I'm there yelling, screaming, clapping. Um, I took my son, Tobias, last week, and he was yelling, screaming, clapping. I'm excited for what's going on. You go to your kids, you go to your friends' games, you're yelling, screaming, clapping. Um, that is what should be happening here every Sunday, yelling, screaming, clapping, singing. Because what the Lord has done is so much greater than any sports team or anything your kid does on the field or anything like that. And it happens daily. It's not just you, you're saved once and God's great for that. No, he's great because he gave you a house. He gave you a job. He's great because he gave your friend a new job and a raise. There's all kinds of things to praise and yell and clap for. 
Um, and it's important for us to have that direction to, to look at God and worship him for who he is and what he's done for us as one group. Yeah, some people get so excited about a piece of leather going across the field back and forth, cheering up and down. If, if Jesus himself came right here and was standing right here, would we cheer the same way? Like, it's just a question to think about. But, yeah, one of my old pastors used that one, so. Anybody else, or? Well, corporate worship, it's so great because it brings us together as a congregation, uh, and it allows us as a church to connect with one another as we connect with God. Um, and in the same way that we read Bible passages at home and we, you know, we study the Bible on our own and then we come here and Pastor John gives us a completely different perspective than what we read and we thought we knew, you know, exactly what the Bible said and then lo and behold, there's something else that we had no idea and it's the same way with worship. We'll be at home and we can, you know, sing songs or we can listen to the radio and sing along. But until we come together and we all join together and join our voices and our hearts, pouring them out to God, we get a different feeling. We get a different, it's, it's a different perspective on worship. And it, it allows us to, to worship with each other. And then uh, there's a quote uh, that I got when I was looking up corporate worship and the importance because I wanted to solidify myself. Uh, and it's from Teddy Roosevelt, and he said, he said, you can worship God anytime at any place, but the odds are you won't do this unless you learn to worship at a particular time and a particular place. So as we come here and we worship, it helps to teach us how to worship outside of here. It's, it's easier for us to come together and worship, uh, and it, it allows us to be able to worship alone with God and have that intimate moment with God if we can do it collectively. Yeah, so that's good. If if you don't do this, uh, I would encourage you to to find a spot somewhere. When I was in college, there was this uh, really nice, like, garden with really grass. It was like a green area with these trees. It was all private, kind of hidden in this little square area, and I used to go out late at night and just, like, pray and stuff. And I want to encourage you, if you have a place like that where you can just escape, you know, every day. It doesn't have to be every day. You don't want to make it rules and regulations, but um, that really can enhance your relationship with the Lord and just kind of having that date or whatever with God. Um, so I want to encourage you to do that. Another, uh, last question I had, well, I wanted to talk about uh, expression in worship, you know, in church. All that matters really is what's going on in your heart. What's on the outside is just a representation of what's already going on in your heart. So if, you know, you got bad legs and you need to sit down, that's fine. The Lord knows what's going on in your heart. As long as your heart is humble before him and prostrate in, in your heart and you are worshiping, if you, if you want to stand because you feel like, you know, you're excited and you want to sing praise to, the God, to God that way. That's great. If you need to raise your hands, raising your hands is kind of like an act of surrender. Like, Lord, I surrender my life to you. And, you know, some people bow down. We sang the song, bow down before him and oh, come to the altar. It's kind of like, you know, Lord, I, I, I surrender my life to you. You are God and I'm not kind of a thing. Um, what you don't want to do is try to draw attention to yourself. If you're doing something, coming up in here and doing waltzes with Jesus or something, to make people think that you're spiritual, that's the wrong heart, right? So everything is out of the heart. 
And um, if, if something is distracting you, it, it, it kind of takes maturity to kind of tune that out, if you will. Like, like say, say one day the drums are too loud. It's just, it's just an off week. You know, do you have the maturity, the spiritual maturity to say, okay, like I acknowledge that, Lord, but, but today I'm here to meet with you. I'm here to receive from you, you know, and, and to, to kind of look past that. Now, we're doing the best, we're, we're doing, we could, we're trying to really make it good, right? So I, I appreciate you all being uh, patient with us, and I, I think uh, together we're going to start to go places, and I don't know why God brought me here, but I, I really think it's for a reason, and I'm thankful for all of you, and um, one last question I had, uh, we're kind of getting low on time, but uh, is there anything else that you wish all these people knew about worship? For me, I, I just think, you know, surround yourself with worship. You know, the more that you surround yourself with worship and listen to worship and let it be the thing that feeds you, then you'll start to think worshipfully. You'll start to live worshipfully, and you will, you'll, worship will just pour out of you because that's what goes in, because what comes in goes out. And the more that you surround yourself with worship and put worship into your life, the more that you'll be able to pour worship out before God. And if you haven't gotten into the habit of listening to, uh, like, the Christian radio station in town, then turn it on and just listen to the words because there's so many great messages that are there for us to hear. Um, one thing to know, our worship is to be loud. It is to be active. It's supposed to be a, a gift. And I, I'm not saying up here, I'm not saying we want to get louder. I'm answering from the perspective of the congregation. Our worship is to be loud, to be involved, because we are, we are declaring the glories of God, and we want all of nature to hear that. We want everyone around here to hear that. And your worship out there it can draw other people in and, and, um, and keep them here. Yeah, I just I want to say, too, that being loud or, or singing, really, it, that should just be a byproduct of what's going on in your heart. If you were reading the Bible and you read a scripture, you know, earlier that week and you felt like God was speaking to you through that scripture, and then we come and we're singing a song on Sunday that's singing about that scripture that you just read, like, oh, I think you're trying to tell me something, God. Like, that's pretty exciting. I'm going to sing about this, you know, and... Um, so you don't want to focus on the outward. It's, it's, all that should be a byproduct of what's really going on in your heart. So I wanted to Tim, say that. Dusty. Tim, didn't you say that, you know, the congregation is really the other choir? Yeah. You know, we, we're up here on stage, but it really is. You guys are reflecting back to us. And so maybe if you think about that, too, it might help you to be more focused on the Lord's, you know, the Lord's work happening in that moment as opposed to what's happening up here, you know, in that kind of surface level. So that's why I have to add. Yeah. Well, thank you guys. I appreciate the time today and uh, hopefully that will help us all. So God bless.